Guys, it was good. Happy Monday. Um, and forgive my voice if it sounds like the exorcist. I don't know what's going on. But um, welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, and up here at you. I'm your host, Isaiah. And today, we are talking about the villain era. Um, maybe you've heard it. Uh, maybe you've, um, maybe you're in it. Uh, what does it look like? And with everything, there is two sides. So during your villain era or the villain era, how is it, how is it possible to stay in that space while not becoming a villain altogether? Like what that all looks like. So we're going to talk about that today. All right. So, um, I was about to say lock your doors. This is not the night owl. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're driving, put your seatbelt on. If you're at home, buckle up um, and get some water. Drink some water. And let's let's go down this road of uh, people pleasing no more. All right. And yeah, we're going to get into it. So stay tuned. <laughs> We got rocking with us. Uh, this Maki, I hope I pronounced that right. And Abby, thank you guys for, for becoming patrons and uh, joining the nest. Make yourself comfortable. There's always more room. And um, glad to have you. Glad to have you. Um, if you're not a Patreon supporter, head on over to Patreon, become a supporter, or Apple uh, Apple Podcast. Shout out to Ms. Key for becoming a supporter as well. I don't know if I did it previously, but I want to make sure I do it properly. So yes, um, thank you guys for being a part of this 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 nest and building it. Oh, so much love and so much appreciation. Um, what else? What else? What else? How how are you guys? How how's how's things been? We're in the first quarter. We're through the first quarter of the year, and truth be told. For me, as you guys, if you go back in history for these last episodes of this year, um, it's been like a coming of age <laughs> kind of story and, and things have just been all over the place, but not so much in place where I would need them to be. Um, but what has also been happening is my boundaries have been kind of increasing a little bit more and much sooner so there hasn't been this space for um so many things to uh perpetuate to the point of uh detriment for me right and i saw on 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 the tiki on the tiki tuck um someone talking about the villain error it was mostly i think um it was geared towards women because i think women typically have well not I think I know women are typically put in this position of um always being nice right being nice being um being you know subservient being submissive very passive 
um, and sometimes like naive, anything outside of that is unattractive. Um, onto that, women of color, especially, um, expressing themselves or exhibiting human emotions immediately, they're perceived as the aggressor. Um, they're being aggressive, they're being, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Combative, etc. Meanwhile, they could just potentially be expressing the same emotions that someone else would be expressing, but because of their melanin, they're more menacing. <laughs> and, um, you know, the villain era kind of basically talks about eradicating the people-pleasing tendencies, the people-pleasing personality. And again, it's predominantly geared towards women because I think a woman said it um, originally. Um, but I've noticed it for myself, and maybe there's some other guys out there that, that kind of align with the same. Well, I know it is because it's like, you know, people-pleasing, being overly nice is not something that is um, – gender specific, but it's usually, uh, gender geared again is more focused on women, right? Or it, it exists more with women because women are kind of told to be, you know, stay in your place, mind your business, mind your manners. Don't speak unless spoken to, um, insert whatever else, or you're not, you're not attractive. No one's going to want a woman that has an opinion. And also has feelings about things. Um, and I know for me, speaking for me specifically, um, I know I've been kind of uh, toting this line of not having um, a response to everything or being nice because physically what I look like <laughs> and, you know, being a person of color a lot of times, being in rooms and spaces. I remember, I'll never forget this one one time I was working. It was probably about two years. And this, this like, it's a it's an instant memory for me because it was so uncomfortable. Um, but basically, I was working and I was setting up um, uh, a photography set. And this woman, um, she came over and was immediately flippant, dismissive, very crass, very rude, off the rip. And she said something. She's like, oh, what are these these pictures? Basically calling the quality of the pictures shit. And I said back to her, I was like, well, you don't have to take one. And I laughed as I said it. She's like, why are you being so rude? I was like, excuse me. It was like, you actually came over here and you were very rude from the beginning. And then she immediately walked away. And it was funny because... Two things happen at once. First of all, you are so comfortable being rude to any and everybody that you just naturally did this or you felt entitled to treat me that way. Secondly, the fact that I clapped back at you, now you felt a little fucked up. And I didn't even go at you that hard. I just said, hey, if you don't like it, you could go somewhere else. Simple math. And that that rocked your fucking boat for a lot of reasons. One... I said it, secondly, because of how I looked, right? And a lot of times, you know, existing in, in certain spaces, people are comfortable doing certain things without you having a response. And 
ah oh, man, there's a seed planted in 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 my head and in, in my my upbringing to a, in a lot of ways of just like always be nice, don't be rude, don't do this, um, that's not okay. Uh, don't complain. Don't do this. It's always a yes and, and yes ands a like got me in a lot of what the fuck situations where I had to figure out my way out because the people that I was saying yes to were already taking care of themselves and didn't give a shit about me. Right. And that continually happened. And it's like, I don't have to keep putting myself through rings of fire in the hopes that you eventually value me. Either you value me or you don't. And if you do, you'll show it from the jump. If you don't, You'll also show it from the jump. I don't need to keep going through things. It's that whole thing. And I've said this to myself. I'm out of this space of making sure people know that they can rely on me. And I don't know who these people are because of how they show me they move consistently. So it's like I'm showing you I'm consistent. I'm loyal and all this other shit. Meanwhile, I don't know what I'm going to get from you at any given moment. There's an imbalance there, right? So the villain error kind of uh, emphasizes the importance of no longer being a people pleaser, having boundaries, and being okay, <laughs> being the villain in the story of somebody who has you fucked up um, in simple terms, <laughs> right? Uh, pardon my French. If there's anybody listening and their ears are like, or you're clutching your pearls, like, oh my God, Isaiah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the concept of the villain error. And I've kind of been in this space a little bit more because what I've been doing is I've been looking at my life, right? I've been looking at, even in the past couple of months, I've been looking at my life, right? I've been looking at the people I've been trying to look out for. And then I've been looking at, again, my life and looking at who is around me, looking out for me. And there's an imbalance, right? So is not that I now have to go around being the villain walking through the streets of, of, of Gotham and, and, and shaking shit, right, or, or destroying things. What it just means is that at this point in time now, I don't really give a fuck if I have to walk away from a situation or a person who mishandled me. I don't really give a shit about somebody's feelings who didn't consider mine at all. And it's not that I'm going to be, like, again, brash, but I'm going to step away, or if I have to step to you, one or two things are going to happen. I'm not going to dismiss my feelings just so you can feel okay with how you mishandle me now. It's just a different energy. And with anything that has good intentions, there is the possibility for, um, you know, something to, to seep in like the, the toxic waste to kind of seep in there. And when we talk about boundaries, that's always this confusing conversation because people will consider their flippancy or um, ambivalence or their, um, their dismissiveness or their crassness or I'm just being honest as them um, establishing boundaries or being in their villain error. Now, there's a difference between being in your villain error and being plain fucking a villain, just an ill-spirited person, right? There's a big difference. There's a big distinction too because like a pendulum, right? A pendulum swings opposite ways and the momentum goes extreme left or extreme right, 
right? It, it goes one direction. Both directions are very extreme when it hits a pendulum. And then it eventually comes into the middle, but it takes work. So if you are a people pleaser, right? If you've lacked boundaries for, for an extensive period of time, understanding your worth now is kind of like, whew, it's a hard swing to the opposite side. And I almost say that it kind of needs to happen, right? There's going to be boundaries in place. You're not fucking with a lot of people anymore. Like the relationships are going to shift, whatever the case may be, because the awareness triggers you. There's a there's a um, shocking awareness to the relationships that you have with people who don't really give a shit about you past their own needs, Right. They don't give a shit about you past their own needs. And if you have a certain feeling about certain things or you speak up or whatever, they feel some type of way. Why? Because they're used to you not saying anything. They're used to you being okay with their treatment. They're also used to people not holding them accountable. Right? And I know accountability is even like this very nuanced topic because um, in a weird way, it's a dead language. It's kind of like Latin, right? Like accountability, no one wants to be hold, held accountable, but everybody wants to hold everybody else accountable. The truth of the matter is, is this. You can't force somebody to see the error in their ways, but you can hold somebody accountable by reevaluating the relationship. Um, you know, I've seen multiple times where somebody is like, oh, well, how do I hold, hold this person accountable and show them the error in their ways or whatever? It's like, why are you working so hard to... Mm-hmm let a person know, hey, you did this, you did this wrong, you did it. It's like, it's it's not that deep. And it's like your your eagerness to point them out means that you're willing to go extra lengths or in some ways be very um, abrasive to get your point across. So at this point, it's not about protecting your peace. It's about disturbing somebody else's. That's the difference between a peaceful person, right? And somebody who claims they are a peaceful person. <clears throat> it's about how you handle situations. Like I can hold somebody accountable in my life. And the way I do that is either I have a conversation and I'm like, yo, this, this, and this, this happened. This is how I feel about it. Where's your, where's your spin on that? And how they respond is how we move from there. Right. If they're like, oh, man, I'm sorry, you know, whatever. And that's something to, to be mindful of, too, before I go any further. How somebody responds to your you having feelings is indicative of who they are and how they feel about you. Okay? I'll just put that out there. Um, but if I have a conversation with somebody, I'm like, this, this, and this happened. Right? This is how I feel. What's your take on this? And they say whatever they, they need to say. And if there's a disconnect, right, or we move forward and the things continue to happen, I don't feel the need, me personally, Isaiah Frizzell, does not feel the need to keep having a conversation about your character. Are we clear about that? I'm not going to keep reminding you how to be a decent human. That was your parents' job, first of all. And if you're a grown-ass person, you're a full-ass adult, granted you may not have done the work, but it's still not my work. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not going to be your your wake-up call every fucking day for you to do better. Because truth be told, the work, the healing, the growth, and all that, that's, 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 that's a you responsibility. That's your work to do. Somebody can be a reminder to some degree, 
But people are not going to change unless they want to change. People will always be people outside of your influence. Okay? People will always be people outside of your influence. So for the people out there that feel the need of like, oh, I, I need to hold this person accountable. I need to do this. I need to make them aware of their wrongdoings and I got to, you know, make them get it. It's no, you got to make yourself get it because by you trying to force this person to, to see the error of their ways and all that other shit, it's like you're missing the point. And what you're reflecting is actually that you haven't done a lot of growing and you are not holding yourself accountable. You're more eager for somebody else to change before you decide to change or pivot from the situation. And that in itself can become a little villainous, right? Being in the villain era in itself is just simply understanding that I don't have to take care of everybody and I don't have to show up to places that will be a detriment to me. And if somebody feels some type of way about that, A, maybe we can have the conversation, but I don't need to defend myself. I don't need to over-explain myself. And if somebody is committed to misunderstanding me, then so be it. My goal is to not have everybody like me. My goal is to be valued. That's what the villain era is, um, the umbrella of it, right? It's, it's removing yourself from situations that make you feel less than, just Make you feel less than, but you have to constantly keep giving more just for the bare minimum, okay? Or certain things happening, and I maybe I'll I'll flush out. It's it's something I've been holding on to for for a couple of months, and I I've kind of tiptoed around it in in previous episodes, but I haven't really led into it. But it'll give you guys an example of what I mean about accountability me taking accountability and ownership of what I need to do in a situation versus what somebody did or did not do and how that affected me and what the relationship looks like now, right? And also what it means to have a boundary with somebody and not letting things continually happen because I don't need to touch fire to know that it's hot. In other words, it's like, I don't need to have a person back in my life for them to potentially do the same shit all over again, one. Or I can see something from a distance and recognize that that's not something I want to experience altogether, okay? Um, and that's that's my that's my choice. That's my piece. That's my responsibility. I'm not expecting people, or I'm not demanding people to be what I need them to be in my life. There's no demands there, right? There's no demands there, which is why I'm able to maneuver in relationships a little like kind of freely in a way, because what I understand and I put it more on me than the other person, I ask myself, Hey, does this feel good? Do you feel safe with this person? What has this person exhibited up until this point? Are you okay with that? Are you okay with that? Isaiah, are you okay with that? Oh, you're not dope. Let's get our shit. We're out. Oh, you are. All right, cool. Let's rock with them. They seem cool. Right. That's how I'm moving now. And whether or not somebody feels some type of way about that, like you got funny feelings because of how you mishandled me, that's your shit to deal with. That's not mine. The villain era means you are not taking care of other people's feelings in substitute of your own. The villain era means you're not going to keep allowing yourself to get hit, right? Just for the sake of sparing somebody's accountability. The villain era also means that you are okay with somebody being uncomfortable about you not being in their life anymore. 
either at all or the way you used to be. That's what the villain era means. It doesn't mean you're a void of feelings. It doesn't mean you're a void of awareness. Um, because with great wrath comes great responsibility. <laughs> you see what I did there? Guys, come on. All right, do better. I'm going to need you guys to laugh. All right? I'm trying out this new stand-up thing. I'm not. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so with the villain era is, is this understanding of I will be the villain in the story of some people who had me fucked up. And I'm willing to be the villain in those stories. The reason why is because up until this point, I was very kind. I was very consistent. I was very sincere. I was very genuine. And all that got me was ambiguity, mistreatment, and me trying to sort out my feelings on my own, even though there were two people involved in this situation. Okay? The villain error still means that you're accountable. But what it means is that you are accountable for your feelings, right? You're aware of your feelings. You're aware of your needs. And you are okay walking away from situations that don't lean into that. Situations that don't adhere to it. Situations that don't um, recognize it. Situations that are not reciprocal. That's what the villain error represents. Okay? The villain error doesn't mean you just go around being a dick and lashing out, throwing drinks, telling people how you feel, you know, because there's a difference between being honest and being a, a grade A jackass. You can be honest with tact. So that's why when people are like, that's just how I am, or I'm just being honest. It's like, no, you're not just being honest. This is you trying to get your this is you trying to get your jabs in without somebody holding you accountable and calling you out or somebody clapping back at you the way you need to be handled. You say, I'm just being honest. It's kind of like when somebody throws the Bible in, in your face. It's like you can't argue with God, right? That's why I'm going to use this to shield me from anything you say um, in response to how I behave or what I say to you, right? That I'm just being honest shit. A lot of people who say that can't take honesty. A lot of people who say that are very fragile, but they feel the need to kind of dish it out and then hide. It's like, don't throw stones and hide your hand behind your back. That's some villainous shit right there. That's a true villain. I think a lot of times people um, want to... It's like you have to ask yourself, am I looking to care less, feel less, right? The villain, because the villain is reckless. They don't care. They just wreck shit. They don't, they don't care who's in their way. But the villain probably came from a long line. The villain at some point was probably a people pleaser, right? <laughs> if you look at heroes, comic books, and, and I keep thinking about the Joker for some reason. But the villain at some point in time was probably a people pleaser who never, who, whose pendulum swung the opposite way and just never settled back into the middle, right? Because when you're a villain, you get to do whatever and no one, you have nobody to answer to. And I think that's why sometimes people get caught up because it's like, you know, do I want to care less or do I want to just... Um, Hurt less. There's a difference, right? And if you're establishing boundaries, you'll hurt a lot less. But there's a difference because, like, I'll never seek to not be who I am. And, and you know, I've tried that whole concept of, like, man, I wish I just cared less. I wish I was, you know, as, as kind of callous as a lot of people who claim to not care 
Like I realize a lot of the people who, who move like that are either emotionally immature or they stick and move, right? They hang around people who are just as careless as they are. So therefore, there's no real accountability there, right? It's like, oh, we're all, you know, we all don't give a fuck. So I feel cool moving this way, right? The villain tries to exist or not tries to, the villain exists in this, this, this realm of I don't have relationship with anybody to care about how I affect somebody. And that's not the goal because truth be told, there are some amazing people in my life that I will never seek to be a villain to because of how they treat me, you know? So in your villain era, it's still important to be mindful of the relationships that you value and you don't want to bleed out on people who didn't cut you, right? So don't seek to become a full-ass villain. It's like, no, be okay with being a villain in the story of somebody who mishandled you. And you can simply just be the kind of person that's just no longer taking people's shit. And immediately you're a villain. All right, cool. All right. My reputation speaks for itself, though. And anybody who rocks with that person who feels some type of way about how I'm moving now, they had it in their minds what they thought about me anyway. So I don't care. They were never somebody that I was trying to gain the approval of either. Anyways, right? That's what being a villain looks like or, or being in your villain era. Be okay with people not liking you who did not value you. Be okay with them feeling funny about how you move now because they didn't value you. All that matters, okay? But when it comes to your people, when it comes to your tribe, take a good look. Remember how they make you feel. Remember what safety looks like. Remember how these people show up without prompt. Remember how these people respect you. That's your peace. And you always want to make sure you're not disrupting your own peace, okay? You always want to make sure you're keeping your home clean. And the people that feel like home... They deserve to make sure that you take care of your home. All right. So, yeah, have your villain era, have your villain vibe. Right. And just recognize that that means that you are no longer being nice to any and everybody who mishandles you. And you don't have to be crash or brash. And maybe it might get there because you might have to check somebody properly. But at the same time, you could just not fuck with people the way you used to and let them think whatever they want. Because people will justify their behavior first before they figure out how they need to do right by you. Trust me. So you don't have to be people's defense attorney, okay? <laughs> I hope you guys have an amazing week. Um, I'm going to talk more about this in the bonus episode because there's so much to talk about and unpack. But um, I'm just going to really lean into how it's important to be the main character in your story and what that looks like on your journey. Um, so, yeah, if you're not a Patreon supporter, sign up. Bonus content. Um extended episodes, bonus episodes, ad-free content, um, and just some amazing stuff, you know, because we're here to grow. And what I do appreciate is that um, a lot of people have been reaching out to me uh, via Instagram or TikTok and saying some very heartfelt things and um, reminding me why this, this is so important, um, having these conversations and um, finding ways to cultivate our garden of peace in the best way possible and understanding that people will be people, but you are somebody significant. You are somebody that's important. You are somebody that matters. 
regardless of how somebody else moves, your worth, your value does not deteriorate. And that's factual. Tell them to see me. <laughs> All right. Hope you guys have an amazing week. Um, hope you guys take care of yourselves. I hope you guys take care of each other. More than anything, just take flight. Later.